Hey everyone, welcome to a special edition of the Garden Tarts podcast. This is Jenny. This is Hillary. And this is a very special edition. What is today? It's Adam's birthday. <gasps> 61. The one the and only Adam one. Clayton. Yeah. Adam Clayton. If you don't know him, he's the bass player in U2. He's a nice mm-hmm. guy. He's a very nice guy. Yeah. Such a kind gentleman. Definitely kind gentleman. Gentleman's like the perfect word for him. Oh, he's he's a gentleman. He's distinguished. He's yeah. He's kind. He's got great hair, long yeah. or short, we have learned. I mean, he's got, when he grows a beard, it's a, it's he a, a um, beard. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not a patchy grossness. He grows no. a beard. It's like Santa Claus. Yeah. Yep. So person. what we're doing is we're each going to come up with five songs that are some of Adam's best bass songs. I have a hard time with this because I'm not musically inclined at all. And yeah. sometimes I have a hard time distinguishing between bass and drums and guitar. Like it's, it's just yeah. something that they're all, and that's, I think that's probably a good thing. I mean, I think music's probably, you're supposed to be able to have it as one cohesive well, that's the beauty Song. words. That's the magic of it, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I'm sure that. I mean, I know I missed. I just picked five, but I, I'm wasn't sure what I was getting into. Like, what? How am I gonna point it out? Like, what's the base? But I did pretty well. well I and I, I'm assuming like you didn't go through and try and pick out Adam's best five bass lines, whatever. Yeah. Because. Uh-huh. I also, like, I'll listen to a song and be like, holy shit, that bass is amazing. But I don't necessarily remember it a few right. weeks later. Well, so, three of the songs I knew off the top of my head were going to be yeah. on the list. And the other two, I was just picking tracks here and there, and I stumbled upon these two. Well, should we go one at a time? We should. Back and forth. We'll see if any of them overlap. Yeah, we can do that. My number one great Adam Bay song is New Year's Day. And I nice. heard an interview with Bono one time who said he, he agreed with that. That yeah. he thought New Year's Day was Adam's best bass song. It is a classic. Yep. It's your turn. My number one, and this is number one as in just the first one on my list. Not Right, mine <laughs> mine aren't in No, mine aren't in any particular order. And maybe you have this one, but mine is the fly. I don't have it. Which is actually one of my absolutely favorite Adam showcases. Because if you really pay attention, that song is all. The bass just leads it. It's amazing. That deep So I need to go, I need to listen to the ones you have on your list as well, because. Yes, same. Yeah. So, I mean, I've heard all the songs before, just in case you... But to pay attention to the bass, yeah. Yes. Um, my number two is With or Without You. That, to me, that whole song is... That's my number bass. two. <laughs> really? That's great. You I can't feel like we're talk... on, like, the newlywed show or something. <laughs> right? <laughs> Holding up a card. I mean, it's your favorite song, anyway, which made me think you had it, but you've got... You can't talk about Adam's bass and not talk about With or Without You. Yeah. I mean, it's... And it is also the most basic, just raw bass. 
which I yeah. love. I mean, that's it's just bass and without fancy stuff attached to it. And no. God, how do you not have With or Without You on? Uh... So we both have With or Without You. My number three is Some Days Are Better Than Others. So I purposely didn't pick that one because I knew you would. And we had just talked talk- about we Thank just you. talked about it on the Zeropa app how that song is just bass all bass and amazingly so yeah I can hear it now it's so I like playful it's so distinguished in my head like it I always hear you say those words and I go right to yeah. the bass not not lyrics right to the bass Mm-mm. all about the bass okay well, my third is two hearts beat as one nice which is a much quicker, fun bass line. I love, I love how it moves the song along. And that's really important. I mean, obviously, yeah. drums and bass set the. Obviously, drums and bass are just the backbone of every song. Yeah. I mean, the majority of them. Yep. My number four is the blackout. <gasps> oh, bless your heart. I just think that you, when you hear the bass, I think it's less obvious than it is in New Year's Day and with or without you, and some days yeah. are better than others. But man, that's really, really great bass. I need to go back and listen to that song. That is, I cannot wait to talk about that album. That is easily one of my top songs of Definitely. all time. Yep. Especially What's your live. Number, What's your number four? My number four is, and this one's a little funny, but. I talked about another ep too, but it's because of a memory and it's mysterious ways. And it's because I was with my dad one time and he's like, Jenny, Jenny, what's that one you two song? He's like, do, 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 like, dad, that's not a U2 song. I don't know what that is. It's fucking, it's the baseline in mysterious ways. Crazy. That reminds me of my dad. Crazy. And that was before, and then I got to take him to a Pop Mart show after that, which was tons of fun. Oh. And we heard it together. Speaking of pop shows, mine number five is Last Night on Earth. Nice. Yeah. I mean, mine, my one through five are just like balls out bass. Yeah. Because that's what I can hear so well. But th- you need those it songs really. Are, yeah. Yeah, but still, those songs are just. I mean. Adam's greatest hits. What, what do you have for number five? For number five, I have God Part Two. Oh, that's a good one. I hear that now. Yeah. And I listened to it at first and I was like, wait, how much of that is drums? And I was like, no, 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 it's in there. They're together. Right. But that's a really like low rumbling song. Yeah. So that's the thing. I can't distinguish the, that. I just. It's so funny. I hear the beat. I don't right. hear. Uh, just because I don't know that's just how I am but what's their job um, yeah (laughs) absolutely absolutely I just love Adam he's just you know when you're in his eye line he's just so careful to make sure that everyone gets eye contact I think the majority of people in the world have never been in the front row of a concert right and that's a really big deal yeah. Like just the, you know, the interaction and I don't know, the stage intimacy and everything. And Adam rocks that. In such a casual, familiar way. 
he looks at you and he smiles like you've been best friends forever. Right. And sometimes he looks at you for so long you kind of want to turn your head. But it's rude. <laughs> but it's nice. We can tell that story real quick. Okay. Yeah. We were at a show on E&I. I was at a Dublin show. So we don't need to get into the staging, whatever, whatever. But for Pride, Edge and Adam switched sides. And we were on Edge's side at the front rail, which meant for Pride, Adam was right in front of us. And there was no moving. This isn't like they're just there for the whole song. And Bono was behind us. And I think we decided it was rude to turn around (laughs) when Adam was right in front of us. So it was like minutes. <laughs> Minutes. And, no one, and no one else was looking at him because they were all looking at Bono. So it was just on our shoulders. Of like non blinking, <laughs> staring. <laughs> and maybe he was like, when are they going to look away? When are they going to look away? When are, we're like, when is he going to look away? When is he going to look away? Well, I mean, he could walk away. He could take a couple steps in the other direction. We could not do that. Look over our heads, something. Right. <laughs> It, it was, was probably nice. a fun game for him. It was connection. It probably was a fun game for him. I just, I'm also remembering, and I can't remember if it was with you or if, if you said it or Amanda said it, but when we were in Detroit and he stood in front of us and you pretty much could see his junk. I don't know if you pointed it out or Amanda did, but you can't unsee that. But, you know, good for him. Yeah, right? Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, yeah, that was, um, I did look away for sure then, because it was like, you can't unsee that. You can't unsee it, because it, and you can't look away. It's like a car crash, you like. Right, it's absolutely It's, it's like you want to look closer then, and but you don't yeah. actually want to look closer. Right, right, no. <laughs> now look away. I can't I mean, look I, Whoever it was said, oh my God, you can see his junk. And I'm like, oh my God, you can't see that. I wasn't looking there. No, I wasn't. Hi, everyone. I'm Garden Tart Hillary. In March, we celebrate our beloved green and gold, the Emerald Isle, and home to the four boys who rock our lives, Ireland. In honor of the Irish, our March charity is the Dublin Simon Community. The Dublin Simon Community is an organization to help the homeless. They provide emergency shelter, guidance, rehab, recovery and placement, among other services. All month, a portion of the proceeds from our merch store will be donated to the Simon Community. For more information, go to dubsimon.ie and visit us at thegardentarts.com. So enjoy your St. Patrick's Day shenanigans with green beer and Jameson, but also keep in mind the less fortunate. Salancha! Anyway, well, and if you have been playing along with our album review episodes, you know that every album we're just completely blown away by Adam's performance that we have somehow just not noticed before. Yes. We are definitely relatively new to the Adam fan club. We are. I mean, we've always loved him. Always, but we appreciate him so much more now. His musicianship, yeah. Yeah. Just love Adam. If you're Adam or you know Adam, tell him we said happy birthday. Happy birthday and hey, and we love you. 
Yeah. Do you have a question to ask Adam over tea and scones? Gosh. I feel like there's so much you could ask Adam that's just, you could be really philosophical with him or musically, or you could be like, what is your favorite scone flavor? Right. And no matter what, it would be a really nice discussion. It would be a really nice discussion. <laughs> I actually want to know what hair products he uses. There, I think there was a picture from of his bathroom that he took for on Instagram for I and E. Yeah. And I remember seeing stuff there, so you might going to revisit that. I'm just curious. I mean, I don't use a lot of products, but I'm these amazing. COVID locks he has are are those yeah. just man-made? Does he have to do them? It's gorgeous. It really, really is. Gorgeous. So I yeah, I think any question would be a good question for Adam. Yeah. How about this? Um let's ask a YouTube-ish question. Okay. I am curious if there is one tour that he could go back to and live again, what tour would that be? That is an excellent question. Yeah. I couldn't even what venture guess. What was either the most fun or the most, you know, um, engaging or, you know, the one that felt best on your soul? Like what? Maybe you've got a few answers for each of those. And what was the worst? Yeah. Like what would he rather just like write off? If there's a tour, he'd rather just write off. I mean, I don't know, but I would think that elevation was a rough one just because yeah. everything went to shit i don't know elevation things went to shit on elevation just yeah when they were in europe bono's dad died they all had to go home for the funeral 9-11 oh the world like fell apart yeah yeah i was thinking about stuff on stage oh no i don't know i just when i think about elevation that's a hard tour for me to think about because it was a very emotional very emotional even before i mean from the pretty early on for us it was emotional right right yeah but i i wouldn't couldn't venture i would think that pop was a fun tour i hope so i would think we had fun his costumes were the best that's another question a did he have a cigarette inside his mask (laughs) (laughs) or b how did he breathe in that thing i guess they're they're meant to be breathable but was it did it ever feel suffocating we all know now that you can breathe in masks yeah but i think i would also like to ask why does he have a different shirt twice during a show and bond wears the same shirt night after night that's a good question yeah it might be that we don't know We've discussed this before. Bono might have, you know, a whole closet full of one outfit. I think he does. Adam Edge does costume changes during shows too. He'll I change know. his shirt. Like, like, why, why do they do that? And I think Larry does too, because it's for um, Joshua Tree at least. At the end, he had a different shirt on than when they started. I think. Yeah, I forget. I'll try. He did for Pop Mart too. That said, Bono had plenty of costume changes. On Pop Mart. On Pop Mart, but ever since then he wears one outfit for the entire tour. Yeah, and for all we know he does change because it's all black. Yeah. yeah, it's also interesting with pictures and stuff because you can't date him to 
any particular picture because they all look the same. There might right. be something about that. There might be something with that. That's my number one question to ask Bono over whiskey and cake, I think, is how does it work with your clothes on tour and in life in general? Like, I just want to really want to know. Because if he can figure out how to wear the same outfit every show, we can do that. Yeah. You just have, you know, two of the same outfit and you switch them out every day. Right. Well, so here's my theory, and I feel like we've talked this before, and I don't want to get too into this because this is Adam's app. It's it's Adam's party. But there's a, and was it Bill Gates or Obama? There's this, and I've, I've heard this from more than one successful, wealthy man. And I think Mark Zuckerberg also, because there's this real thing called decision fatigue, where you literally just can't make up your mind that's why like at the end of the day you're like what do you want for dinner i don't know what do you want for dinner what do you like you're done like there is a limit and if you don't have to decide what clothes you're wearing every day that's one it's one less decision you have to make one less thing to think about worry about do the night before do in the morning and you get up get going and your day is more productive so i it's my assumption he's on that train yeah maybe there's more Maybe there's a rock. Maybe he, but he probably didn't make the decision in the first place. I'm sure it was stylist approved and stuff. Yeah, we'll have to ask Sharon. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But anyway, another question for Adam over tea and scones is how many robes does he travel with? (laughs) And does he have a few favorites and have some backups, or is it like always the same one and it's being washed all the time? Do you suppose that he wears a robe after shows because he's sweaty or because he just took a shower? I wouldn't want to take a shower at an arena, even if they have a nice green room or something. I mean, that's got to be gross. I don't know. I could see wiping down real quick. My guess is that he just wants to get out of the sweaty Sweaty. constraints of his pants and shirt. Right. But maybe he does do a quick rinse off. It's got to be hot under those lights. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been, I mean, how many shows have you been covered in stage sweat that made its way from the stage down to you? Enough. Too much. They don't don't stink, though. They don't stink. God, they sweat roses. I don't know how they do it. But anyway, happiest, happiest of birthdays, Adam. Welcome. Enjoy your day. To number 61. Way to leave the pack. We hope you get yep. to be, we assume you're with family. Hope you get some good communication with friends. Yes. We we would like to wish you a happy birthday from us, the Garden Hearts. Yes. All our best. And, it, and if you're listening to this, Adam, and somehow <laughs> communicate with us, we don't have, we won't tell anybody, just somehow say chicken in anything. <laughs> I mean, you can have a picture of a landscape and then a little picture at the bottom that says, you know, that says chicken, just written anything. It could be I a picture it. of a chicken. It could be a picture of a meal. <laughs> Eggs. <laughs> yeah. You, you choose, but just communicate chicken to us somehow because yeah. we're, we won't ask you questions or we won't bug you, but we would really like to know if someone's listening to the show. Exactly. Maybe we should let Adam go back to his celebrating since he's been so engaged in listening yes. to this episode. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> sorry, Adam. We're sorry, Adam. We love you, and we hope you are safe. Keep wearing your mask, and hopefully we'll see you sooner than later. Please. Okay. Chicken. Thanks for coming to this special up. Until next time, may your music be loud and your tea be perfectly steeped. La. 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 <laughs>Hey there, friends, fans, and listeners. Jenny here. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a pretty big U2 fan. And if you're a pretty big U2 fan, you probably know about Bono's work in Africa through the organizations Red and One. Now, more than ever, it is imperative we give them our support as they are not only fighting the AIDS pandemic, but also the COVID-19 pandemic. And you can help. Go to red.org and one.org to find out how you can be involved.